If you can prove that every time you say, meet me here at this time, 100 people will turn up, or 50% of them, you better believe that a sponsor will be interested in that. Because you're in, if you're in a good niche, if you're in a tight niche, sponsors will want access to those people. And that's the real difference, is it's not just about growing your downloads. We know that that's important, but what we're saying is that that is not the most vital part of being a podcaster, which is the mistake that so many podcasters make. Feasters, welcome to episode three of season five of Live in the Feast. I'm Jason, aka Rez, helping you improve your business by having a conversation with someone who's been there, had success, and built a business designed around the life that they want to live. That's Live in the Feast. This season's theme is selling your services. And I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation with Mark Asquith. I'll be honest, this was a bit of a free podcasting coaching session for me, but more importantly, it is for you too. Mark shared some things during this conversation about podcasting and how to leverage it for your business that I haven't heard anyone talk about so far ever. <laughs> so in this episode, we dive deep into how being an audio influencer can Position yourself as the expert, the person with the capability, the wherewithal, and the want to do the work, even if you're telling them how to do it. We also talk about what the missing link that the beginner podcasters have and how you can leverage each of your podcasts in your archive as a lead magnet or its own marketing campaign. The best piece of advice that Mark shares is the reality and getting over the fear of pushing that record button on your very first show. I know you're going to enjoy this podcast. He's got an amazing accent and we both love Star Wars. So let's just dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Feast the premium online coaching and community designed for developers, designers, marketers, and freelancers like you wanting to specialize their business and build recurring revenue that is both profitable and sustainable. Today's market is ever-changing and yesterday's advice won't cut it. Feast members get exclusive access to the roadmap and training library, which includes everything you need to niche down, build recurring revenue, and become that go-to expert for your services. That, together with the monthly roundup calls, exclusive workshops, expert chit-chat, and our Slack community, you'll have everything you need to build a business around the life of your dreams. If you're serious about not competing on price and having those clients that respect you and your expertise, then join Feast today. Head over to feastcourse.com. If you use the code PODCAST at checkout, you'll receive 15% off the annual membership price. Hey, Feasters. Today's featured co-host is Mark Asquith. Welcome, Mark. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good, good. Thanks for being here. Mark is 
co-founder of Rebel Base Media, which has a lot of brands underneath it, but Productivity is one. He's a TEDx speaker, an avid Star Wars fan, and is working his way through learning Jurassic Park on the piano. But aside from all that fun stuff, he's built up his business as a podcaster and is super passionate about helping others become audio influencers and even gives free coaching each and every Friday on that subject. Mark, I'm sure I didn't do enough justice to that intro. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and why you do what you do? Absolutely, sir. Yeah, no, I, I sort of started life as as a well, all sorts of things. I've done freelance work. I've done contract work. I've owned design and, and brand agencies. But I, I sort of started life just kind of wandering through and, and, and wanting to just do fun stuff, which which led me into podcasting and then the founding, as you know, of podcast websites, the platform, which is the managed WordPress um, product for podcasters, which then led to expanding out the group and creating Rebel Base Media, the parent company, and all these different brands underneath that for podcasters. So yeah, I mean, you know, my, my love is podcasting. It's it's helping people to, people to move from being being a, a podcaster, if you like, into being more of an audio influencer, someone that, that has got the ability to make money from a relatively small audience, because I believe that can be done. And, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So that's, you know, that's me in a nutshell. That's what I do now. And as you mentioned, you know, I've done, I don't do a lot of speaking. I've done the TEDx and, and spoken at Harvard uh, University on podcasting and all sorts of different random things, really. I'm a bit of, <laughs> a, bit of a mixed bag, but I think at my core, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a tech founder that just happens to build tech in podcasting. Yeah, and I love it, and that's that's how I have crossed paths in a in a in a number of communities together. Upanor being one of them, just because I've I've attached myself to podcasting. I think it's a big part. I, well, I know it's a big part of my business, um, and how people come to find me. And so I'm right there with you. I know I know the power of hearing somebody's voice on a regular basis in your ears is really what it comes down to. I want to ask you a little bit before we really dive into it here is, is you mentioned transitioning from being a podcaster to an audio influencer. What does that mean for you? Okay, that's a really good question, man. So when we created podcast websites, we wanted to help the independents. So we wanted to help people that were looking to create a brand. So you know, you mentioned there, Rez, that you, you are you completely convinced that podcasting helps your business. And the, the reason that it does that for most people is that it helps them position themselves. It helps them build a brand. And, it, and you know, every, every, every piece of content, every item that you put out that reinforces how great you are at what you do and how willing you are to help people does just that. You know, it reinforces the brand. It builds that brand up. But what people tend to do, to be a podcaster, they focus on simple creation. Okay, they focus on recording a show one, two, three, four, five times a week, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What they'll do is they, they get that show, they'll get into an automated promotional sequence and they will they will simply not do anything but create and do basic level marketing on it. So when we were looking at, uh, at wanting to help people more through podcast websites, I had the idea for, for the Podcast Success Academy, which is, um, which is our membership. It's a free membership. And the goal is to turn people into these audio influencers with the distinction being that even if you've got a small, quote unquote, small audience, you've got a hundred downloads per episode, which for the most part, you know, people aren't going to take notice of sponsors aren't going to care about. Mm-hmm. They know it's pointless. Actually, you still have potential. Okay. Because those hundred people turn up and they listen to you every time you publish. So they're fans. They're not a hundred people. They're a hundred fans. And right. if you're a band and you're touring locally in your local area and you've got a hundred fans, you're doing all right to fill the first five rows of, of any gig that you play. 
you know, sure. that, that's not bad. So the goal is, like I said, with the podcast successacademy.com, it's, it's all about how do you connect with those people as people and how then do you use that, that trust, that loyalty to help to build your brand and to help them with whatever they're struggling with. And, and you can monetize that in so many ways. And I said a second ago that on pure downloads, sponsors aren't really going to be bothered at 100 downloads. But mm. if you can prove that every time you say, meet me here at this time, 100 people will turn up or 50% of them, you better believe that a sponsor will be interested in that. Because you're in, if you're in a good niche, if you're in a tight niche, sponsors will want access to those people. And that's the real difference, is it's not just about growing your downloads. We know that that's important, but what we're saying is that that is not the most vital part of being a podcaster, which is the mistake that so many podcasters make. So that that's the kind of, I guess, that's the elevator pitch on audio influence, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's great. I mean, I know from my own experiences, when I first started podcasting, it was really just about connecting with other like-minded folks. You know, it was a group of developers talking geek speak really is what it was. And we would invite other folks onto the show, but you know, we were really in a tight niche. I mean, it was really just about the WordPress space and developers and talking that kind of stuff. So, you know, writers and marketers and things like that, they weren't really into the show too much, but we were getting interest. We were getting recognized just by being as inconsistent as we were. I mean, it was just a Google Hangout that we just decided to set a date on and you know, every once a month. And it wasn't regular at all. It was just like push publish. Hey, we're out there. Right. <laughs> but it was fun to do. And people were the close knit group that was wanted the show and listened to the show or beyond the show. I guess we were influencers. I never really thought about it in that light before, but um, just to get it out there made a difference. Well, that's, that's a really interesting thing that you said. And one, one phrase that you said there has really stood out, which was that you were a tight-knit community. That's the goal, is to build a tight-knit community. It doesn't matter how big that community is. It can be 10,000, it can be 1,000, it can be 50. But if you build a tight-knit community, and it's you know it's, yes, it's the old classic 1,000 true fans, but think it through mm. kind of bigger picture. You were saying there that you were inconsistent and you, you, you were just sporadic with it, but that's actually not true. You were consistently inconsistent. So people knew, <laughs> sounds weird, but people knew exactly right. what to expect. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't detrimental. It was a right. case of, it's like Dan Carlin, Hardcore History, massive podcast, huge, huge, huge show, massive, massive, massive. And he publishes every now and again, and he's late, and he tells people that he's late, and he's struggling with it, but it's still massive because he's, sorry, he's consistently inconsistent, but he communicates that with people. He gives people a heads up, you know? So it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's what you've done there is, is perfect. You've said that you created a tight-knit community, which is ultimately what we should all be striving for. That is true audio influence. Mm, yeah. So I'm curious. I mean, we, we talked a little bit about sponsorships and things like that. And obviously niching down and, and having that community of people that, you know, show up and fill the first rows of an arena or whatever. Right. But for those that are listening and sell services, right, they would do client services. Maybe they're a developer, maybe they're a designer and they're thinking about podcasting how can they best, I guess, how can they best position the podcast for themselves and their business to grow? So it depends what their, what their aims are with their content. Okay. So if you're, a, if you're a web developer, you've got to ask yourself, okay, 
who am I actually trying to sell stuff to via this podcast? And that's not to say that you're going to sell stuff directly from the podcast. What I'm saying there is that you've got to understand what people are going to listen to this that may or may not in the future want what I do. Okay, whether that's me as the public speaker, whether that's me as the web developer, whether that's me as, as the agency, what, you know, whatever that is, you've got to understand what your goals for the podcast are. And then ultimately, you've either got to do, you've got to do one of two things. You know, we all talk about adding value. Like that's a given. It's almost like, I always think that if a podcaster says, well, you know, all I want to do in my podcast is add value. It's almost like a plumber saying, all I want to do is fix your plumbing. Like you, <laughs> you like, dude, if you can't fix my plumbing, you are not a plumber. Please leave my house and send me a plumber. Like right. it's a very logical thing, but it's just this kind of BS that people say. What you've got to do, you've got to have a very clear objective. Are you going to entertain or are you going to educate? Okay, that is it. You can entertain or you can educate. I think all shows will fall into one of those two categories and or a hybrid of each other. So that's how people can use it to leverage their business. I was having this con- uh, this discussion yesterday with Jess. So Jess Kupferman is our head of marketing at Rebel Base Media. Seasoned podcaster, runs the world's biggest women's podcasting network and she podcasts. Great friend, you know, wonderful at what she does. And we were saying, she, we had a kind of a disagreement. I was saying to her about our podcast design studio, uh, which we do fixed price graphic design for podcasters. So your cover art, for example. Mm. Now, the reason I say that is that the discussion that we had was... I want us to do a lead magnet and a, and a big email kind of series, a big email course, which is a free course that funnels people through into a, into a podcast cover art sale. And I want that to be how exactly how to design your own podcast cover art. And Jess was saying, well, why would we do that if we want people to buy? And I said, because what we'll do with that is we'll tell them everything they need to know to build the very, 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 very best podcast cover art. That doesn't mean they're going to have the wherewithal, the skill or the time to even do that doesn't matter right okay right and this is the point with podcasting is that a lot of people like developers they keep everything back i saw a, a post yesterday from a good friend connor stanage who runs stanage watchers and he said this was it was unbelievable i almost dove in on facebook but i could not be bothered with all the red notifications that you get man so i just i just left <laughs> it but the post went something like this i keep getting asked by so many people to do watch repair videos and how I design watches, like how I design a watch and how I repair a watch, okay? And he went, I am never going to do that because I will be giving away the secrets of my trade. And I was like, dude, are you serious? This is perfect. Like, number one, you've got people asking for it who are obviously interested in watches. You sell watches, all right? So give people, here's how I've refurbed this Amiga, like, I'm not going to do that. I don't have the tools. I don't have the dexterity. I don't have the time or the willingness or the... I just don't have any of those things that you've got, but I will find watching you do it very, very interesting. And guess what? Who's the expert in watches? Who will I turn to when I want a watch repair or I want a new handmade watch? It's going to be you. And that's the same with your podcast as a developer. You know, I'm doing a new podcast with Kieran, my co-founder and CTO at Rebel Base Media, which is Founders Fireside. It'll be running under my personal brand concurrent with our Rebel Media, uh, Rebel Base Media brand. And we're just going to give everything away. Like, here's the struggle that we've had this week, knowing how to price Captivate, the hosting platform. Is it giving trade secrets away? Yeah, fine. All right. If you want my thinking right. on that, go and get my thinking. But what you're not going to get is the desire, the willingness, and the ability to be able to build something like this. All right. So back to the question, you know, if you if you if you're a developer, if you're someone or if you're anyone that is wanting to build your business and sell something via your podcast, entertain, 
or educate or do a mixture of both because then you are the expert. You are the expert. I always think about it like this, okay, just to kind of wrap that up because I go on a bit of a monologue when I get started, as you know. Um, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. It's all great. <laughs> but what I always think is that, you know, if you're buying a TV, all right, and you go through all the research process, okay, LCD or OLED, what do I want? Okay, so there's an article there comparing the two. Brilliant, okay. Which TV has got the deepest blacks? Oh, there's another article there. That's brilliant. And then what size TV for my room? Oh, there's a there's an article there that explains the differences. How to mount a flat screen TV. Where to buy a flat screen TV mount from. All these articles, these education pieces, if they come from the same person, who are you going to buy the TV from? Right. It's total logic, but we don't think like that. It's why, think back to your pitching days. You know, think back to the days when you're... Can you do us a little bit of free work, a bit of spec work? Oh, I suppose if I've got to do, that's what I should do. <laughs> right, can you come and talk to us about our ideas? Well, yeah, but, you know, you know, it's another meeting. All right, cool. Well, I think we're almost over the line. I want you to meet with our IT manager. You, really? I mean, you know, dev works <laughs> more than IT. Like, IT's over there. They both use computers, but, you know, but okay, we'll, we'll, I'll come along. That's all we were doing back then, and we hated it because we had to go through all that bloody rigmarole. We had to jump through the hoops. But what we were doing is we were asking and sorry, we were answering the questions they were asking. We were closing off every barrier. Now, we don't have to attend those meetings because guys like you put amazing content out teaching us how to answer these questions ourselves. And then who's the expert? You are. So that's, yeah, that's a very long-winded answer. But I just feel that that is, for people that start with podcasting and start with any content online, that is often the missing link. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, as a developer, I came from a world, I was a Java developer and, you know, in the mid to late nineties and it was a very closed, like, Hey, like the kid in high school that was like covering up his paper during a test because he didn't want anybody else to see what he was doing or his answers or anything like that. And yes, there was some sort of back and forth in community. Like, how did you solve this problem? Here's a class, here's an object not to get too technical on things, but it was really like, I want to keep my stuff mine and not share and not give away those trade secrets, as you said. But when I started building my own business, I saw that there was this open source community. There was this, you know, groundswell of sharing and knowledge transfer and all these other things. And for me, it was like, oh, this is where I want to be. Like I enjoy helping people who doesn't, right? Like if I can share some things that I've learned over the years that somebody else is struggling with and what I do kind of helps them over that hump in the road. For me, that's what fuels my fire. And for me, that's how podcasting has been for me. Like I'll get people coming into my business or even just leads saying, hey, I listened to this episode. What you said helped me because I did exactly what you told me to do. And I got past this obstacle. And I'm like, this is awesome. You know, that that's why I put this stuff out there. So yeah, I, I think it's it's a positioning thing for you, but it's also, and you kind of touched upon it a little bit, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is putting consistent content out there of your own knowledge and your own solutions and your own perspective that allows you to sort of build up these assets for your business to help sell, to help answer those questions, to get through that sales process. Even I'm curious to hear 
once a podcast, because a lot of people do this, like podcast gets recorded. We're let's say we're recording episode 50. They forget about episode five, six, and seven. They don't do anything with those. They kind of just in the archive and let it be. How can you leverage those and bring those kind of almost on the same level as the recent episode in uh, amongst, you know, promotion and marketing yourself as a business? That's a good question, man. And the the bottom line with that is that, you know, think of each particular each particular piece of content as needing its own marketing campaign. And, you know, everything from repeated social scheduling, which is a really rudimentary version of it, into, you know, thinking of each one as having their own little funnel. And, and you know, you can take this to wild extremes. If you assume that you're creating a podcast about um, productivity, you could create a complete funnel around that. A complete funnel where it's, okay, guys, look, I've done this five-point checklist, how to gain an hour back every single day for the rest of your life. And it's a five-point checklist. doesn't take long to create it. You know, we're, we've all got some productivity skills as business owners. We can get those down easy enough. We create a decent, relevant content upgrade, and then we throw traffic at that episode. Now, the key thing is don't call it episode five. You don't call it that. It just happens to be an episode of your podcast, which is, you know, the ultimate guide to, to, to gaining one hour back for each business owner in the world. And, you know, you create something specific, then you remarket into it. You spend two, three bucks a day on Facebook ads. And then, you you know, you do that a hundred times. Suddenly, holy crap, you've got this massive, massive, uber relevant set of content upgrades and you can continually market them. So most people, what they'll tend to do is they're like, welcome to episode 570. And I do that on my show, The 7 Minute Mentor. But realistically, it doesn't really matter because who listens to a show sequentially? Some people do, but not everyone. It's more like, okay, so uh, let me just take a look at this. So we're listening to the Nerdist podcast. Let me scroll down. Holy shit, this guy's talking to Mark Hamill. This is brilliant. I'm going to listen to that one. doesn't matter if it's a year ago. So that, you know, you've got to think a little bit like that. So treat each piece of content as requiring its own marketing campaign and, you know, its own lead magnet. And if you can't do that because it's too much work, fine, I understand that. But at least try and do something where you think about this as its own product and you market it on its own steam. Because I just think otherwise you you get on this creator treadmill and all you're doing is creating and people promote the show, which is fine. But, you know, the me- the messaging and the mechanisms that you use to promote the overall show aren't going to turn everyone on. So you and me might listen to the same show but you'll get turned on by episode 10, whereas I'm all over episode 12 because it's exactly what I want to hear. So, you, you know, mm. marketing at show level, I think is just too broad. It's like it's like us marketing rebel-based media and not telling anyone what we did. We have to tell people we do podcast opening via Captivate. We do becoming an audio influencer via our membership, you know? So you, you have to get specific. Right. And, and I guess this is where a lot of people, and you mentioned like, for example, Facebook remarketing. The thing I think a lot of people struggle, even myself is, you get the audience, but they're in, you know, Apple podcasts or Google podcasts or whatever podcast catcher of choice. And that that's essentially hard to track because they're kind of on their cell phone, but yet you have the show notes, you have the website, you know, the, the actual URL, that's only a small percentage of who is actually listening to your show. So that you can do, I get the Facebook remarketing side of things, but how can you do that? when a, such a large portion is essentially untrackable. 
So you've got to you've got to make it easy. I was just talking about this on a coaching session. You've got to make it really easy to channel transfer. Now, channel transfer is is one of the most difficult and biggest challenges in podcasting right now. What channel transfer means, in my opinion, is taking someone from listening to a podcast and actually taking them to do something on a different channel. So that might be signing up to an email list. It might be going to watch a YouTube channel, go and like you on Facebook. Just doing something on a different channel based on listening to your podcast. And that is super hard, man. Like that is mm-hmm. that is super, super hard. Because everyone's lazy. Like I'm a bit lazy. You know, I can't be asked with that. I'm just, I'm, I'm running. I'm lazy too. Yeah, we're all lazy. I'm, or I'm in the gym and I'm, or I'm walking or right. I'm, I'm hoovering up. I'm doing a bit of vacuuming. And then, you know, Jordan Harbin just says, oh, go and sign up for this lead magnet. I'm like, nah, man. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> or you think about it and then it never happens. Exactly. Now that is a challenge that we are looking to overcome with productivity. That's the main goal of productivity. But outside of that, you know, you, you've got to make it easy. And think about it this way, okay? Think about it like an ecosystem. People are going to come into an ecosystem. Let's say that you've got five days in a week, Monday through Friday, that people listen to podcasts. Let's assume on a Monday, they listen to your show. On a Tuesday, they do something else. They listen to another show. They watch a YouTube channel from Gary Vee or from someone else, Andrew and Pete, whatever. And on Wednesday, they, they read a blog post from Noah Kagan. That's good. Wouldn't it be awesome if they stayed in your ecosystem? Rather than, because they're going to read a blog post that day anyway. They're going to watch a YouTube video that day on the Wednesday. Wouldn't it be nice if they stayed in your ecosystem? So what you've got to do is you've got to hammer it home. You've got to say, do you know what, guys? I talk more about this subject on my YouTube channel on Wednesday. And then you tell them again. You, you, you keep hammering it. You tweet it. You tell them. And you, you make it uber clear that, do you know what? There is more from me. There is more from me. And then eventually, as long as you're consistent throughout all those channels in saying, guys, look, here's this content upgrade, that top five checklist for getting your productivity boosted. And you're talking about that on all of your channels, your YouTube, your blogging and your podcast, and you throw it right through. Eventually, you better believe it that people will jump ship and they will change channel. They will jump onto your email list. I had a discussion with Raf. So he runs serve.vet. He's one of my my coaching clients. Mm. And... What I talked about with him is, so I coach him on, on building a business around his podcast. And he was saying to me, dude, I just got signed up for Aweber. I was like, all right, uh, you know, good, 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 good. He said, yeah, do you know what? You hammered me on the seven minute mentor because they're your sponsors. You hammered me for six months every time I listened to it. And then when I was ready, I joined them. I was like, ah, okay, that's it. And it's that you can't assume this is where most people give up, man. You can't assume that just because on one episode, you got to, by the way, go and join my academy and no one does it, that your academy's failed. Um, it just doesn't work like that. It takes seven to nine touch points for someone to even think about doing something. So why is a podcast any mm. different, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I love that is, you know, like if you're releasing on Tuesday for the podcast, but on Thursday you're on YouTube to cross reference that in a way. I, that's definitely something that I gotta, <laughs> I gotta implore myself. Cause it's weird. Like I get stuck in that, I guess in the mindset, right? Like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking podcasting now during our conversation here. So I'm not thinking necessarily about my YouTube channel. So I don't mention it or, or vice versa, right? Like if I'm writing a blog post, maybe I'm not thinking about YouTube or podcasting. I'm thinking about that blog post. Yeah, I think that's that's a super tip for all you listeners out there. There you go. That's how you channel switch. And I like that term too. So for folks, and I guess this is this is something that I get asked a lot because I always say that I have introverted tendencies, right? So in high school I was I I was a geek, but I was also an athlete. So I kind of like <laughs> crossed the line a few times. Um, but 
I was very introverted. You know, I wasn't the guy that was the life of the party. I was kind of more on the side with the other four friends, you know? So I say that I have introverted tendencies and a lot of people, a lot of people always ask me, how do you get over the fear of, of starting a podcast or even being a guest on a podcast or, you know, how, what, what's your tip? Like I have my own kind of just, just do it. This can figure out why you want to do it one, but then just go ahead and do it. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on one, how do you get over the fear? And two, if you have any tips for getting over the fear. Yeah, really good question. Uh, really good question. So first of all, I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm like introverted tendencies, big time. And, you know, that's, that's surprising to a lot of people because I'm often running booths at events. I'm speaking on a lot of stages. I'm podcasting. <clears throat> I'm doing video work. I'm doing live streaming. I'm doing stories on Instagram and Snapchat and all the rest of them. But I am absolutely the same. Okay. So just to kind of make that clear, this is not some extrovert kind of uh, giving out advice that, that is difficult to implement. I think the key thing you've got to remember is that no one cares. Like, it sounds awful, <clears throat> but honestly, like who cares? No one cares what you're doing, right? That's the, the first thing to remember. No one cares. So you publish something and it's crap and you think it's crap. No one cares. Are they not? No one's out to beat up on you because they've got their own stuff going on. So it doesn't matter. Now, what you've also got to understand is that anything that you do put out simply will not be crap because to get to the very point that you press record, you have done enough to feel confident in your ability and your knowledge to just, just to get to that point to press record. You already know that you know what you're talking about. Okay. So that's the second thing to realize is that just by getting to that point, you have already proven that you know what you're doing. Okay. Otherwise you'd just be like, nah, 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 nah. Never go, nah, not even bothering with this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So even if you're considering it, I'm a bit funny with this stuff. Like I've, I've the second I consider something, I've probably already made my decision. And then it'll take me six months to decide that that decision is right, which is really weird. And this is a similar scenario. The second you consider, could I do live streaming is the second that you understand that you can do live streaming. Same with podcasting. So that's the second piece of advice. The third piece of advice that I'd give is that you don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. You don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing in the same way that everyone else is doing it. If you want to, if you want to record something super quick and it's a two minute podcast, go for it. Like you don't have to dive in to doing a 45 minute show. You don't have to dive into doing a one hour solo show. You simply do not have to do that. Okay. You can just test the water. You can try it. You, you, you honestly cannot get anything wrong. So I think when you put those three things together, you start to realize that, you, do you know what? Actually, it takes time to build an audience. So even if I put some live streaming out, like there's probably only going to be a handful of people that see it because I've still got to market this thing. You know, so there's, there's a lot more to it than just pressing record, but pressing record is the barrier. So, you know, to quote my good friend, Brian Fanzo, you know, just press the damn button, just get on with it. You, you, you've, <laughs> you've made the decision to even consider live streaming. You've made the decision to consider podcasting and to consider a YouTube channel, whatever your medium is. So by virtue of doing that, you already know that you can do it. Now, the next thing that people tend to worry about, especially with podcasting is I don't like the sound of my own voice. Well, tough. <laughs> It's just tough, right? That's what you sound like, tough. Just, you know, that that is what it is. You do not sound like you think you sound. And <laughs> it's simple. Right. Yeah, right. You're just going to have to get over that and get over it quickly, all right? And just accept, just accept the fact that other people have got radio voices. Some people have, some people, I've not got a radio voice. And other people, like there's a guy that I know, a good friend of mine, Manny Wolf, 
like holy crap he's got like the ultimate radio voice and you just you, you, I'll do an interview with Manny I'm like dude I need to stop podcasting forever because <laughs> he's like hey Mark how are you and I'm like shut up and he's just you know he's like got the best voice ever but you just gotta you've got to understand that people are tuning in for two reasons okay and I talked about it earlier entertainment or value is reason one they're tuning in because they think and they know that you've got something to say number two they're tuning in for you because you and I could say something totally the, the, the same, the exact same thing, totally the same. But I'll say it in my way, you'll say it in your way. And you'll deliver it with that gusto and that passion that comes from all your experience and your years of doing what you've done and your dreams, your ethics, your ideals. And I'll do it with all of, all of the same things from my life. So we'll deliver it from different perspectives. So people tune in to be entertained or to be educated and they tune in for you. So they're already on your side. You know, they're already on your side. So it's a lot easier than you think. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, that that's quintessential, you know, a mutual friend of ours, Chris Ducker, he says, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Like I always ask any service clients or even coaching clients, how'd you hear about me? And 80% or 85% even of those people come by way of a podcast, whether it's mine, whether it's me being on somebody else's, but they say that and then they say i'm here because sure you know as a web developer there's there's millions of us out there right why they chose me is because of me right there's something that i've added into the mix there that resonates with them and then on the flip side people don't buy for me because i'm me and that's fine too you know i want to be able to attract those that i want to be around so i love that mark before we wrap up here uh, what, what's next? What's next in the next six, 12 months? <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> no, there's a lot of stuff. So we've got, um, so Rebel Base Media, we are, we're upgrading all of our media hosting, uh, for podcast, um, for podcast customers. So we're launching Captivate.fm, which is the world's only growth oriented podcast host. So we're going to give you a, a lot more data to work with. We're going to teach you how to build your podcast brand. So if you're looking to start a podcast or you're looking to jump ship to another media host that, that wants to help you grow, Captivate.fm is launching at the end of January. We're going to be doing a lot of rebrand and upgrade work to our podcast websites, managed WordPress platform for podcasters and our podcast success academy. And then we're going to be, I'm going to be all over the place, actually. I'm, I'm going to be speaking at PodFest in Orlando. I'm going to be at Podcast Movement in Orlando again. I'm going to be at FinCon We've got, I'm going to be over on the East Coast for two or three months as well. So there's a lot of really good stuff, but it's all about podcasting. And then I've got my own personal rebrand as well. So starting from the 26th of March, I'm going to be really, all of my content will be focused on teaching you how we are building rebel-based media. So rather than it being, okay, my own personal brand's over there talking about general stuff, it will be, I'm the CEO of this company. My personal brand will tell you like the down and dirty stuff that if I was to publish it under the main brand, it, it will, people will be like, what is going on? You know, I want to tell that behind right. the scenes. How do we do this? Um, so that's it. Yeah, that's what's coming up, man. Wow, awesome. Yeah, and if you're going to be on the East Coast, I, I know podcast movements on the East Coast. I didn't know about these others. But yeah, we should we should try to meet up. I'd love to be able to grab a, a pint with you or bite whatever coffee tea whatever whatever you fancy always a pint. at the time of the day love to be able to do that i'm well up for that man always a pint or a whiskey depending on the time i'll be um perfect i think i'll be in new york i think i'll be in new york city for maybe maybe one to three months i've not decided the timings yet but yeah any, anyone wants to connect want us to talk about podcasting just hit me up and i will uh, i think yeah what's my twitter at mr Asquith. just tweet me and I, we can just grab a beer yeah and res will definitely get one 
Definitely. Awesome. And there you go. I was just going to ask, where can people reach out and say thanks? Come along to the free coaching. Um, I do it every, as, as Red mentioned earlier, I do it every, every single Friday. So come along 30 minutes, free coaching from me. Um, I can't remember the address for it. It's excellence-expected.com slash free coaching. That's what it is. How did I not remember that? I say it like five times a week on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's the easiest thing ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is, man. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for, for your time today and, and such value. Uh, super. This was like a free coaching session for me. And I know for the listeners as well. So I thank you for your time. Hey, a pleasure, man. Keep up what you're doing. It's awesome work. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. And for everyone else, until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. There you have it. Get over your own voice. It's what you sound like and that's it. But seriously though, Mark's 100% right and I've never even considered it until he said it. The fact that you are even considering to push that record button means that you already know you can do it and you're confident in your experience to put on a good show. Let me know when you push that record button. And if you have an interview show and you're looking for a guest, I'll be happy to join you to get that ball rolling. Next week, we'll be back with Jared Gold talking about how you can take your services and build a productized service from it. Until then, it's your time to live in the feast. Music